is Podcasting in Your Future. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Tyler Moody, Vice President and General Manager, Warner Media Podcast Network at Warner Media. Welcome, Tyler. Thank you. Give us a brief summary of your background in the media industry, if you will. I'll be as, as brief as I can. The bulk, uh, well, actually, the longer I, I, I spend in podcasting, I should probably drop the word bulk, but I started in radio. I've, I've been a radio uh, fan my whole life, listened to radio growing up, um, idolized the radio stars of Chicago, and uh, started, you know, started at the Loop in Chicago and then started doing the whole town to town up and down the dial thing in the radio business and uh, eventually fell into news and was uh, at CNN radio for a long time. And that's where I started mixing in uh, digital aspects of, of audio storytelling. And uh, I saw podcasting doing a lot of fun things that we used to do a long time ago in radio and drifted more towards podcasting. Um, I've been at uh, Warner Media, formerly Turner, for uh, about 17 years, most of that with CNN Radio, and uh, now the last four years at what was the Turner Podcast Network and now the Warner Media Podcast Network. Podcasting continues to grow. I mean, continues to grow in popularity, but when it comes to a successful podcast, content is and topic, I guess, are still keen, right? Yeah, this is, you know, it's a, it's a discussion that can go across, um, across mediums, not just podcasting, but is, is content king or is distribution king? And, you know, if, if you, you know, from your point of view, if you put one in the driver's seat, the other one's always sitting shotgun. So, you know, you can't force somebody to listen to a podcast. Uh, they don't scroll through the podcasting dial and accidentally land on one. So, you know, having visibility and being able to um, acquire an audience is is important but once they're there the content has to deliver on the experience you have to deliver on what you promised them and in, in what got them there in, in the first place so if it's not good it won't last and you can always make the argument then that it has to start with the content um, but also you can put out a really really good show if you can't get people to find it uh, in an easy way it also won't matter. So it, it's an age old, you know, content versus distribution uh, kind of thing, but they, they go hand in hand. To your point, though, it, it really isn't just about content. I mean, there are uh, the technical aspects that, that need to be included in, and you and I have talked about that story structure, editing, audio and video quality, which we discussed, B-roll, uh, and, and storytelling aids um, like B-roll. So talk a little bit about those kinds of elements. Well, well, I, I think that, I mean, you know, in podcasting, the audio is, is still, I mean, it's what, more than 99% of the experience. I mean, maybe people are looking at show notes and, and I think some apps will start experimenting with other visual items, but it, it's, it's a listening experience. And so there's, you know, the skills of a, of a storyteller and producer that maybe grew up doing things more visually that, uh, you know, you need to strip away what people can see. And, and even on a TV screen, you get to put up graphics and it fills the environment of what the, the consumer is, is bringing in as they're watching your, your content. You know, this is, it's, it's all audio. So you need, to, you need to have the story right. You have to have the sound right, the scoring right. Um, it, it, it's all about the audio. Speaking of writing shotgun, you have to build demand and distribute. Talk more about that. Well, I, I mean, I, I think for, um, 
for the, the, the tech viewers in your audience, they, they all know what an RSS feed and, is and, and how, uh, you know, media files get attached to things. You know, what I tell other folks is, you know, it's, it's, it's an RSS feed, it's a URL that has an audio file attached to it. And you need, just like you need a browser to see a web page, you need a quote unquote browser to consume a podcast feed. So that's obviously podcast apps and uh, Apple and, and Spotify and Pocket Casts and iHeart and Overcast and Downcast. There's, there's a whole bunch of them out there to choose from. Um, you know, they all, uh, they all do, do different things and provide different opportunities for publishers to try to attract audience. How do people consume podcast content? What are the leading devices and platforms? Oh, by far it's, uh, mobile phones. Uh, I mean, far and away mobile phones is, is, um, uh, the number one device that, that people are using. Smart speakers are, are growing in popularity and consumption. Um, I think that that's, you know, a pretty frictionless experience, but uh, far and away mobile phones, number one. What revenue models are the most sustainable? Well, this, I mean, it, it is mostly an ad supported business. You know, the IAB uh, today just came out with their, their revenue projections for the year and it's still growing. It's, it's mostly an ad supported business. There are some, uh, there are some paywalled apps. There are some subscription, uh, subscription podcasts. Um, but for the most part, the industry is ad supported. I think that you'll find a lot of independent podcasters that, you know, will use some sort of funding mechanism to have their audience donate to them directly. And there's also, you know, folks out there where podcasting is just one piece of what they do. You know, maybe they're an author selling a book or they've got a, a newsletter that people subscribe to and podcasting is just one part of it. It doesn't necessarily have to be the, the revenue driver, uh, but mostly it's ads and, you know, ads with, uh, with custom codes in them and custom URLs for people to remember. What type of advertising uh, is most successful? I mean, you talk about custom, I mean, is it the live read? Is that still a popular uh, and successful method or, or what, what methods work best? The host read ad is still the, the, the dominant ad creative. Um, and it's trading on, trading on the relationship that listeners have with, with their hosts. And, you know, so they get to, there's a, there's a companionship that happens with listening where, you know, when, when you have a podcast that you listen to over and over and you subscribe to, you get used to the host, they feel like a friend. And when a friend tells you, I use this product, you should try it too, it carries more weight. And so uh, that is still the dominant ad form uh, in podcasting. It's also, uh, you know, prevalent in radio. And for those old enough to remember, or maybe those who have seen old reruns, I mean, Ed McMahon used to do dog food commercials on The Tonight Show. You know, the host red ad is, is nothing new, but it, it certainly resonates in this, this medium with the audience. All right, you're dating yourself, Tyler. Um... <laughs> I saw it all on YouTube. I've never saw it live. <laughs> Has the pandemic caused any changes to consumption patterns? And if so, might those stick around in the future? I think the, the we saw some minor shifts uh, in listening um, uh, where I think there was, you know, early on in the pandemic, there was a surge in news and information podcasts, which have always been successful and always been a, a large category in podcasting. But there was there was certainly a surge in news, uh, news consumption at the beginning of the pandemic. I think that that has uh, leveled off a little bit and we're starting to see 
you know, back to normal levels of consumption uh, and also across genres. Um, I, I did see some folks reporting that they saw time shifting a little bit. Um, and I don't mean, you know, uh, time shifting content. I mean, they weren't seeing early morning listening as much where they were still had the size of the audience, but it was a little later in the day. So what advice can you offer business leaders and entrepreneurs who are considering podcasting as a part of their marketing strategy? Oh man, as a, as a part of a, a marketing strategy, I, um, ooh, I love that question. Thank you. Um, I think that, you know, the host red ad is something for, for people to look at and consider and fold into their, their marketing campaign. I think that if audio, if digital audio is not already a part of your, your marketing mix, you, it needs to be. Uh, the audiences are growing. The audiences are really engaged. They're not, they're not passive. They trust the hosts that, uh, that read ads to them. But also, I really encourage marketers to think about creative specifically for podcasting that's separate from repurposing a radio ad um, or, or, you know, stripping the audio off of a TV ad. It's a, it's a separate piece of creative and there's a real opportunity for that next tier of advertising. You know, the, the host red ad is always, you know, going to be king, uh, but that next tier where we have, uh, you know, characters or CEOs representing brands and, you know, maybe their voices are in enough podcasts or familiar enough to audiences that they can kind of build a little bit of a relationship there. And, and, and that's where I think there's real opportunity uh, for, for brand advertising and marketing, marketing in podcasts. Tyler Moody, Vice President and General Manager, Warner Media Podcast Network at Warner Media. If somebody wants to connect with you, Tyler, maybe they want to find out more about podcasting. How can they do that? Well, you can you can find me uh, on Twitter. My handle is at Tyler S. Moody. And uh, something you'll you'll find a pinned tweet to the top there. I actually get a lot of um, a lot of family and colleagues and friends that, that reach out to me directly and say, hey, can you talk to my niece? Can you talk to my cousin, my neighbor? I know somebody that wants to get into podcasting. Can you talk to them? And, uh, and I do, and I love doing it, but um, there's, a, there's a pinned tweet at the top of my Twitter feed with a Calendly link because I wanna open my network to beyond just people who happen to know me. And if you think you know, 15 or 30 minutes talking with me about podcasting would be useful to you, uh, I've, I've opened up some time slots every month for people to, to book and, uh, and have some time to talk. I love that. Thanks again for joining us, Tyler. Thank you. And find more of my interviews right here or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.